Please be seated. May I welcome you very warmly to St Bride's to this service to celebrate the Christmas story in carols, words and anthems. I know that many of you say each year that Christmas really begins with Fleet Street carols, so it's wonderful to be able to share this event with you online. We begin now with an opening prayer. Let us pray. Almighty God, we thank you for the message of peace that Christmas brings to our troubled world. Bring peace among nations, peace in our land, peace in our homes, and peace in our hearts as we celebrate the birth at Bethlehem of the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
angel Gabriel salutes the Blessed Virgin Mary. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favoured, the Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favour with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob for ever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Thanks be to God.
And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was, that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Thanks be to God.
Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not the least among the princes of Judah. For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child, and when ye have found him, bring me word again, that I may come and worship him also. When they had heard the king, they departed. And lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. Thanks be to God.
In the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. A true story. It was late afternoon, one Christmas Eve, and I was at the top of a ladder. I was in my living room installing some last-minute extreme high-altitude Christmas decorations when, quite unexpectedly, the front doorbell rang. With some difficulty, I descended the ladder, waded through a sea of tinsel and decorations, stepped over the mound of newly-wrapped presents, and went to the front door. There, on the doorstep, was my very good friend Jenny, who was clearly in a bit of a state. What had happened was this. Jenny was a single parent, and for Christmas that year, she had brought her young son a wonderful brand new bicycle. And the plan was that on Christmas morning, the two of them would unwrap their presents, then load up the car and drive up the motorway to Jenny's family, where they would have their Christmas dinner and stay on for a few days. Now, Jenny was sensible enough to realize that there was no way that her little boy was going to be parted from his brand new bike on the day he was given it. The bike was going to have to travel with them up the M6. So she had done the sensible thing and bought one of those bike transporting racks that you attach to the back of your car. It had come in a box that said on it in very large letters, easy assembly, together with the guarantee that it could be constructed by a five-year-old in less than 10 minutes. It turned out that Jenny had already spent two and a half days trying to put this wretched bike transporter together with absolutely no success whatsoever. She was getting increasingly desperate as it was now the afternoon of Christmas Eve and time was moving on. And so, for some very peculiar reason, she seemed to think that I was the person who would come to the rescue. Now, although I would be the first to admit that I am not the most practical of people, nevertheless, I do at least have the capacity to be systematic. Don't worry, I said confidently, it is simply a question of doing it carefully and systematically, stage by stage. So, I cleared a space on the floor amongst all the tinsel and the presents, and I carefully laid out all the component parts of the bike rack and sorted out all the nuts and bolts and washers and screws carefully into little piles, and I counted them all to make sure they were all there, and I unfolded the instructions, which turned out to be the kind of instructions that I absolutely hate, because they don't have any actual words in them, just rather badly drawn pictures with arrows pointed in, pointing in strange directions. And so I set to work. Two hours later, my friend was in total despair and I was so frustrated that I was about to hurl something. Jenny was absolutely right. The wretched thing just would not fit together. We tried absolutely everything, even turning the diagram upside down in case we were looking at it the wrong way around. Still no luck. It was utterly exasperating. Now, at about this point, 
one of my daughters, who was then aged about seven, came in to see what was going on and sat watching silently for a moment. Then she spoke. Mummy, she said, at which point I began the irritable parent at the end of her tether routine. Shush, I'm concentrating. But mummy, not now. This is really important. Silence. But mummy, all right, what is it? Just make it quick. Mummy, you fitted that big black piece upside down, she said. And do you know she was absolutely right? And this is absolutely true. There was one key piece of the bike rack that we had connected wrongly very early on, which was the reason why the whole thing wouldn't fit together. And my little seven-year-old had spotted it instantly. And once we had corrected that one simple mistake, everything else slotted together like a dream. I just wish I had given it to my daughter to do in the first place. And incidentally, just in case you are interested, that seven-year-old was driving a BMW by the age of 23. But that little incident all those Christmases ago taught me something really rather important, which is that we must never ignore or underestimate anybody, regardless of their age or background or condition. Because sometimes the most unexpected of people turn out to have the most to contribute. The Christmas story that we celebrate today is so familiar to us all that we can easily lose sight of quite what a surprising, indeed shocking, story it really is. The woman God chooses to be the mother of his son is about as unsuitable as you could possibly imagine. A young unmarried mother whose pregnancy risks bringing disgrace upon herself and her whole family. And the place God chooses for the birth of his precious son is the most unsuitable place imaginable, a, a stable, an animal shed in a town far from home. And when God wishes to spread the news of this wonderful birth, whom does he tell? The people at the top, the great and the good, the religious leaders? Not a bit of it. He chooses the most unsuitable people, imaginable, a motley gathering of the poorest and most disreputable people of the land, shepherds. Why on earth would God break the news to them first? And when wise men are trying to find the newly born king, they start by doing the obvious thing. They ask the man at the top, Herod, which is a very bad mistake, because it is the Herods of this world who are the very last people to recognize the truth. God does not always work in the ways that we expect, nor in the places we expect, nor through the people we might assume he would choose. Quite the opposite. I had to learn to listen to my little daughter and to recognize that sometimes I am the one who needs to learn, and I was the one who needed to learn from her. And the same is true of the ways of God, a God who comes first and foremost, 
not to the strong and the clever and the successful and the pious, but to the people who normally miss out, the people who are never listened to, the poor, the disadvantaged, children, the vulnerable, the outcasts. Which is why God asks us to look for signs of his love at work, even in the most surprising of people and places, especially in the most surprising of people and places. And the most powerful reminder of that, which is here before us all today, is the Christmas story itself. Merry Christmas. Amen. Let us pray. In response to the bidding, Holy God, 
please respond, hear our prayer. Holy God, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, your Son, Jesus Christ, came as a light shining in the darkness. Bring comfort to all who suffer in the sadness of our broken world. Holy God, hear our prayer. Loving God, there was no room for your Son in the inn. Protect with your love those who have no home and all who live in poverty. Holy God, hear our prayer. Living Lord, Mary in the pain of labour brought your son to birth. Hold in your loving arms all who are in pain or distress at this time, particularly any known to us. We name them before God in the silence of our hearts, and we ask his blessing upon them. Holy God, hear our prayer. Gracious God, the angels sang peace to God's people on earth. Strengthen and uphold all who work for peace and justice in our broken and troubled world. Holy God, hear our prayer. Lord of hope, the shepherds in the fields heard the glad tidings of great joy. Help us to be worthy ambassadors of your gospel of grace. Holy God, hear our prayer. God of compassion, whose son was laid in the manger, bless our homes and all whom we love and upon whose love we depend, and comfort those who feel unloved or unlovable while others celebrate this season with joy. Holy God, hear our prayer. God of resurrection, at Christmas, heaven is come down to earth and earth is raised to heaven. We pray for all who have passed through the gate of death and are now held safely in your loving arms. We remember particularly any of our own family members or friends who have passed away during the course of this year. Holy God, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, receive the worship we offer in fellowship with Mary, Joseph, and all the saints, through him who is your word made flesh, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And if it is your tradition, please join in with the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen.
Forum for Onyx Brass. Will you please stand? May the song of the angels, the joy of the shepherds, the perseverance of the wise men, the obedience of Mary and Joseph, and the peace of the Christ child be yours this Christmas, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit rest upon you and remain with you now and always. Amen.